Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body Slams podcast. And this is Thursday Night Slam. I'm one of your analysts. I am Chio Frost. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you here as we have a very, very special guest for you tonight. The chat room is open for uh, comments and questions as well. So please do not hesitate to uh, hit us up with uh, what's going on in your mind. Now, with that being said, without any further ado, let's bring on our other analysts. First, he's a veteran of the ring. He's the host of Reap the Future. None other than my amigo, my compadre that I've known for many, many years, Mr. Dennis Reaper. What's up, Chio? Hey, how's it going? It's better today. It's better day. It's been a did shitty I, week. Been a very I, shitty week. Now, with my introduction, did I use my white voice? <laughs> I was really hoping we were going to get the Pat Bernard voice. No, there's no there's no buffets the, here. I ha, I do have some Mexican food sitting over there though, but so well, hold on. You have Mexican food and did not let me know from a legit Mexican restaurant of a, a gentleman who's very good. It, it's right across the street from my job, so I have the opportunity to go over there and get whatever I want. It's really really excellent. It's not like Taco Bell or some other place, whatever. Okay, you can never put Taco Bell's name in actual food because uh, that's not food. That it's good. Don't get me wrong. If you want real fast food to make you go to the bathroom, there it is. Well, but the fact that you have met you have Mexican food and you did not actually, I'm it's uh, I'm offended. Well, you should have been here in studio, right here. I didn't I got, know. I have an extra chair. So, well, the uh, eagle flag sitting in that chair because that the, well, the, the chairs back. over there. The chairs over there, off to the side right now. So, but without any further ado, again. A do this, a do that. We do a lot of things. We even do the best Bernard. Why? Because this do the do is the Saint Bernard. He is Mikey. Hey, what's up, everyone? What's up, brother? How's, How's it going, going, fellas? The ceiling's up. <laughs> oh damn! I just gave you the L for loser. No, I'm joking. Pat's, those, Pat's already chiming in, in the chat room, going, "Yes." Are those those <laughs> cars that you have in your hand? Oh, oh he's ready. Oh, he's he's ready. ready. Oh, he's so it's ready. The, it's the what the f because they blanked out all the other letters. So I'm not going to uh, say the letters. Our guest tonight is in so <clears throat> much trouble when we get to those cards. Oh, yeah. And our good friend Mikey here been doing his homework on our guest. You know, he, uh, he, he better. Has, yeah. He has he has stuff pulled up right now. He's ready to go. It's go time. He's going to ask Listen. all the hard-hitting questions. Mikey. Uh, all I I even have uh the crow shirt on, which is one of her favorite movies. Listen, I got one of the Wait. best shirts on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to see this. I got this at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> okay. That's right. great. Right. <laughs> we, me and Nina went to Renaissance Fair on Sunday, and we were leaving, right? And she goes, want to hit the gift shop? I'm like, sure. I'll buy me an Oktoberfest oh. mug. 
until I saw the shirt literally at the window going, I tapped that. The only words out of my mouth is, I need that. <laughs> this oh. is the first time I'm wearing it, by the way, and it well, had to be live on Well, air. okay, you delinquents, you need to calm down. I know you like to raise hell. I got to get through something very, very important. By bringing on the guests. Well, that is very important. But we do have to do our cheap plugs. Yes, I say cheap plugs. Because they don't pay. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. And yeah, I know he's in the room watching us. You cheap bastard. You need a pay because we do our own thing here. We have to pay. I, I have to come out of pocket and pay for our broadcast stuff so that way people can watch us on on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch all at the same time, and I pay for the .com, and we got all of our platforms we do. We don't need a blue check mark in the studio because all our stuff is up to date, and it's on all the platforms that people can listen to or watch. Sorry, guys. But anyway, the Devereaux sports teams start on Monday night, so we got the Sullivan squad at 6 p.m., the Old School Show at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, you have the Combat Misfits at 6 p.m. Thursday Night Slam, which is tonight at 9.05, but starting November 4th, we will be going bi-weekly. And by bi-weekly, every other week, me and Dennis will have a choice. One, one week, it'll be his pick to bring a guest on. The other week will be my uh, turn to bring a guest on. So that's by weekly. So that's on two shows a month, not four. The Scrapple Boys are, are on hiatus, but if I'm lucky, maybe I can maybe I can convince them to do a pop up pipe bomb Scrapple Boys edition here live with uh cheesesteak Chucky, uh, your brother, the the other Bernard, yeah, as, Bernard. As well as our man Austin, and he will be in here later on with us. Oh, okay, and, cool. And on Sunday, you'll get to see the Gobbler Inc. Jackass. Uh, the Misfits <laughs> <laughs> once again at ten a.m. As well as our weekly show. Now we're moving from once a month on Saturdays. We're going to. Sundays at 11 a.m. starting November 7th, and every other week will it will be either me or Dennis hosting. So you get to see one pretty face or the other. Listen, November 7th, let me just say this, right? Possibly I'm gonna be in Baltimore for the Ravens game, right? So possibly that was I your might de- be on- what? That was your debut date. I was supposed we'll to figure it out. We will listen, figure listen. it out. I got a personal life, and if I get my tickets for free to the Ravens game, that that trumps right, this a little right, bit. I right, right. I got you. We cool. Can't we be cool. free. No, no, no. Can't be free. Exactly. You hear that, Pat? You can't be free. That's why you can't be us because <laughs> we're free. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And don't forget about our pop-up pipe bomb show. That can happen anytime, anywhere, with anyone. So you never know. And let's go to our podcast affiliates. Our newest affiliate that just got brought in uh like two weeks ago or whatever. Uh 
I think it was. The Backstabbers. Yes. Backstabbers Pro Wrestling Podcast. As well as the Tornado Tag Podcast. The guys at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. And all the way from Puerto Rico, Mikey. Conversation de Lucha Libre. Close enough. Did yes. I say that right? It was Oma. He, the he ending, was, he messed up. He was there, though. He was close <laughs> enough. He was there. He was using his white voice. That's what he was doing. <laughs> but yeah, you can find, you can search yes, and Google all of them, all, all of them on, on Google and find them on all different platforms that you can listen to, like Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon, you know, there's, there's a whole list of them out there, and you can listen to us too. And don't forget to check us out. Uh, you can go to our bodyslams.pro where you can check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and also, like I said, if you're on the go in your car, if you're at the gym, you can tune in and click on the listen section. And like I said, Spotify, <coughs> uh, iTunes, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Audible, a bunch of stuff. Our stuff is currently up to date right now. So, guess what time it is, everyone? Without time to bring any, on the guests. Without any, what am I going to say? Further ado, because we do to do, like Mountain Dew. Yeah, do to do. Sounds pretty good. There. I like that. <laughs> None other than uh, the blue haired demon herself. The, the crimson, crimson queen. The crimson queen, like Mikey said. The queen of the death matches. The one who recently scored the pinfall in a three-on-three mixed steel cage match. Another than Rebecca Effin Payne. What's up, guys? Hey, hey sweetie. Hello. Hey, Rebecca. How's it going? It's going <clears throat> great. Uh, so how, how how how's your day been so far? Wild, crazy, waiting for us to get through this bullshit announcements. Fantastic. I worked and I glued thumbtacks to things. So making a I, new jacket. I did see that. It uh, yes. what, what was it? A vest, right? Yes, yes. A, a hoodie, Man. a hoodie. Was a hoodie? I'm so I'm so glad you said it was a vest or a jacket because my mind went totally <laughs> in the opposite direction. Going, look, um, this is supposed to be a PG show. Kinks and stuff might not be intriguing. We that can't talk help. about that here, Dennis. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I I don't. I have. We're gonna do all that off air, off air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, trust me. I've been seeing some of your posts, and I want to comment. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna bite my tongue. <laughs> uh, so, Rebecca, Becky, yes. Becca. Well, I don't know how you like to be called, Miss Payne. Uh, let's get down to the uh, nitty gritty. How about we uh, let Mikey uh, take us back, way back, Mikey? Go ahead. Hit yeah, well, me. actually, Rebecca, why don't you take us way back in time? What got you into the world, the crazy world of wrestling? So I guess I have the typical story. Um, I watched WWE all growing up, like most of us, and decided when I was 18 
that I wanted to train and become a wrestler instead of playing softball. And actually trained down in Jersey with Richie Rodden. Now, prior to uh, training, though, what what actually got you into loving wrestling? Dad, that want, want to be a part of it. Um, watching it with my dad, you know, my dad and I—that was our bonding time. What do, do, do you have any? You know, uh, do you have any particular fond fond uh, memories growing up uh, with your dad watching? Any 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 particular? Matches or stars that you loved watching with them? Oh, China and Lita. Anything China and Lita. Okay, so it was like more... It was uh, pre-attitude era. Am I correct there, Dennis? China and Lita, that's like pre-attitude era or somewhat? It was like right there borderline. Yeah, almost like the start of it. It was like borderline. China was definitely attitude era because she was there before it. I want to know that Lita was well, DX, DX, yeah, DX, yeah, attitude. Lita was definitely part of the attitude era. Okay, okay. Because she was there with the Hardys, and the Hardys were there during the attitude era. So now, now you said you trained with, uh, what you said, Richie Rotten? Richie Rotten down in Jersey, yeah. Okay, I I did hear of his name before. I'm not sure if I worked on any shows with him, but uh, how did you discover? A wrestling school by chance. Uh so actually Gabby Gilbert. Uh sweet girl, sweet kinda girl. Kinda got me hooked up with Love Richie's Gabby. school. So so how but how how'd you meet Gabby in all this? Um because there's a pro- there is a process. Like like you can't just say, Oh, just Gabby Gilbert. No, no, there's a process. Okay, you met Gabby Gilbert for how? Was you a fan yes. in the crowd? Uh, back, yeah, I met Gabby at a Triple WA show, I believe it was <laughs> back in the day. For the, for the fire company number know, one in Emmaus. For the fans that don't know who Gabby Gilbert is, she is formerly known as Roxy Cotton. I think, right? No, what was yes. her? What was her? Yes, Roxy Cotton. I yes. was thinking. Uh, I was thinking. I was like, hold on. This is la- I know it was Roxy. I was. I didn't want to butcher the last name, but that's. I know she's going as Gabby Gilbert now. So, um, for fans that didn't know, that's who she is. We were referencing, and we've all known her for, I've known her 14 years. So, sweetest woman, you know, in the business that will not hesitate to punch her face out if you screw up. (laughs) Just say it. So, so you're there, Triple WA, as a fan. Yes. You meet. You become friends with Gabby Gilbert. Yes. Well, Roxy Cotton at the time, I'm sure, because that was back then. Uh, she mentions to you about a wrestling school, Richie Rotten. And where was that school at? For who? What was it? Was it Rotten School? Or was it somebody else's school? Uh, it was Rotten School down in Hasbro Heights, New Jersey, I believe, was where it was at the time. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, like I said, I I never heard of that school, uh, but Magic I heard was of one him. of the trainers there okay i'm i'm very familiar with magic me and him big props much love go out to magic there i see him a lot in the jersey area when i'm down that way so uh what was your first impressions when you walked into uh the school you know there was it like boom i'm in heaven your eyes light up like like holy shit i'm here i made it absolutely (laughs) kidney candy store (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the, the the atmosphere. 
um, a bit intimidating walking in. Um, my dad actually drove me it was about two hours both ways. Um, but yeah, a bit intimidated walking in, but Richie was really nice. Magic was really nice. And, you know, they made it as comfortable as possible. There were no other girls there at the time. Um, Gabby was there once in a while. So I, I, I find it, I find it kind of cool when, uh, females get in the business and like, and they train with the guys instead of training with a, a squad of girls, because then the guys don't really take it easy on, on, on the girls. Sometimes. Well, it depends. Depends. Some of the guys are a little intimidated to do any moves to the girls. But for me personally, I'm like, hey, you came here to learn to wrestle. I'm not going to teach you how to be uh, intimidated uh, to get in the ring and throw hands and this and that. You're going to wrestle like one of us. So that way, when you're in there with a female who's a badass, you're going to be able to handle yourself. Cricket. Cricket. It's no, no, silent. no. It's, si- it's silent right now. It's cricket. Like, what? Look, I. Uh, <laughs> I, I, all I can say is, with like again, as long as I think Rebecca, you've known me, I've always supported the women wrestling <clears throat> since day one. I think y'all have it way harder than I ever did in this business, from the politics in the locker room that we all know about to the fans treating women differently. Um. So when it came to coming to training, like a lot of women don't want to train with the, with women. They want to train with men because they want to be able to, like, take the hits um, per se. And that, this just comes from other re- women wrestlers in the business, I would say, uh, including the dungeon. Let's be real. Everybody at the dungeon was a male. So if you're a female and you came there, you were working out 100% with the guys because, you know, you only had one or two females there. But I don't know. <clears throat> Everybody's so, different. So now you're 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 going through the training process. Who's some of the people that 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 you literally got in the ring with that are still going now? Uh definitely Richie and Magic. Um Gabby uh, obviously talking, still, Yes, Gabby. Gabby she, are we talking like beginning who, or throughout? Well well ones who were there uh throughout, but who are still in the business currently? Like any particular names that I might recognize that are still around who started who started or who was there training while you were there? Gosh. As far as Tough Richie's school, other than Richie and Magic, I don't think so. Okay. Uh so how long till before you had your first first match? Uh, six months, about. Six months, and who was your first match, and how was it? Uh, there was it was a girl named Layla, and it was her first match as well. So the match, oh wow, wasn't really the what, greatest. Oh, uh, In fact, it was rather terrible. What she is. What was here? going through your mind? You know, as you're getting ready to debut the your first match. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, I was terrified. <laughs> Nervous and don't suck was the main thing going through. My <laughs> <laughs> now, now, when 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 you first start having your uh, match, was you already dubbed Rebecca Payne, or or did Rebecca Payne come later on? 
So I've always been known as Rebecca Payne, but believe it or not, I actually started out wrestling in a cheerleading outfit. Oh. Yeah. I, wow, okay. I, I can see her as right. a hardcore cheerleader, you know, like a ba- a, a badass one wearing a, wearing a leather jacket type. Be like, you know. No, just just a cheerleading outfit and pom-poms. Yay. <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't Yay. last very long. is there pictures oh i'm sure oh there's pictures somewhere i'm gonna have to get a look. <laughs> I, I, we need to see this no like, dennis no like, no like yeah yes listen there's hmm. embarrassing pictures of me back in the day where i came out wearing denim jeans half my face painted black and red with a mask and a skull jacket and looked horrible because I was like 150 pounds soaking wet. So we all been down that road. Like I, I'm proud of those moments. It's like, hey, I was here and now I'm here. Like I was a Very cheerleader true. and now I'm the one of the queen of death matches. Period. Like, yeah, you've literally you've taken you started your career here and you've literally gone up. Like that's how I look at it. Like I look at those as like my tokens of. Hell yeah, I look like a skinny little white, like skinny little bitch back then. And now I'm, well, now I'm a fat bitch now because now I'm fat. So, <laughs> but I still wrestle. Rebecca works with my wife in a death match in the Indies. Yeah. Um. So Pat's wife is Monique. Yes. Monique was my first round opponent back in 2008 for the Queen of the Death match. Wow. Okay. Listen. A, lot, a, a, a lot better worker than Pat. <laughs> oh, by, far, by, far, by far the best worker out of that family <laughs> now um, now i i believe me and you we met like for the first time when we start seeing each other quite often i think it has to be egw oh god yes <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm not sure. I think you were dating a certain. Uh, I was yes. a certain. I'm not going to say the gimmick name. <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just say CD as the initials. Yes, uh, the, uh, the shoot initials. Yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> we both know who it is, obviously. So, <laughs> but uh, how's it feel after all this time to be dubbed? You know, like you know. There's a lot of people go out there who call themselves, you know, uh, uh, females who say, like, they're the queen of this and queen of that. But of the death matches. Oh, definitely one of the most, uh, probably, God, one of definitely one of the most amazing accomplishments of my career, for sure. Um, believe it or not, I had never done a death match going out to IWA Mid-South the first time in 2008. Um and I believe Monique hadn't either. I don't think Monique had ever even done hardcore at that time. Um, and then, and then from that first experience, you you were like sucked in. Oh, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> I see, was absolutely see, like, in love with deathmatch wrestling. Oh wait, hold up. We got uh, we got some comments here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, and we got another one. Oh, comb your forehead. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Noxious. Thank you. Matter of fact, Mr. Noxious was one of your co-partners in that uh, in that 
tag in that um six man tag with you and uh Mike City. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh apparently you guys had a hell of a time getting there and stuff. And and you and Noxious had plenty of battles, you know, throughout oh my the God, years yeah. here and there. He's like, oh he's, he's like a uh I guess for you, it's like taking an ass whooping from your big brother. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, you, uh, I and he remember, says you suck, by the way. So. <laughs> I still remember the match that you and Rob had at Hamburg. Dude. And the yes. fact that you got busted open, okay, and we had to make a makeshift table in the locker room yes. for you to lay down, and Dr. Frank's like, do you want to see what it looks like? And you're like, no, no. No, no, and we're all, <laughs> right, Mikey. Rob was intrigued. Right? I think he said oh, he could see inside intrigued. my skull. So, oh, the plunger. Um, I was in denial that I needed stitches. <laughs> oh, she so was, Mikey. Say, oh my God, we are it all was taking ugly. photos and videotaping this, and we're all like, "Are you sure you don't want to see it?" And eventually, she's like, "Screw it, let me see it." And we showed. She's like, "Never mind. I should not have seen that. Should not have looked at your all's phone." <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm all about gory stuff, but that was that was a brutal match. First off, like you and Rob kicked the living shit out of each other. First off, and those fans loved it. I enjoyed it from a hardcore fan. Uh, Jamal, like, screw you, because um, uh, in the comments, <laughs> then shut up, Dennis. But I want to talk about that match. <laughs> that match is one of, my, one of my favorites of yours. Going into that show, you want to, uh... huh? I sorry, you cut out. So I wanted I wanted to talk about that match between you and Rob, and and again, you and Rob have had probably a dozen matches. I remember overhearing you say that was one of your favorite matches you've had with Rob. Is there any specific reasons why that was one of your favorites? Uh, the Hamburg match. Yep. Uh, just because I, I mean we had the crowd into it the entire time. Um, one of my favorite parts of that match was actually the plunger getting stuck to Rob's head. <laughs> so that kind of made me laugh. You know, that was a good time. <laughs> that was a good, that he was, says that the plunger was as well. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I like, think... like it, it couldn't have happened in a better place. You're in, you're both in the legendary Hamburg field house. On top of that, you have a packed ass, a packed house of fans Almost from what we like, and this was during the AXW uh, time before Outbreak, right. uh, American X Wrestling, and they packed the shit out of that place. The bleachers too. I kind of miss those days. Uh, but yeah, uh, like a lot of people look at you as a little sister. Whenever me and you talk online. And you know, and, and and people know I don't care much for uh, death matches, but you know, to each his own. Whoever does what, uh, I ain't doing it for sure. So you're a lot braver than I am for that part. Uh, but but from but from my point and aspect, when I talk to you online, I talk to you like almost like a father figure, where I worry about you, where or like like like. 
uh, like I really don't want to see you doing this. You can do so much more. You know, I'm I'm like trying to be the the loving father. Like, please don't. I'm like almost like begging in my head. Like, please don't do this no more. You you got your whole life ahead of you. But oh, dip man down, man down. Sorry. <laughs> I told I told well, you, lost you guys a so- second. Rebecca's putting her phone through a hardcore match right now. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way. Uh, Rob in the comments again, he says, we stole the show and was never invited back. The reason they never invited you back is how the hell do they follow your match? They can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true, if you, especially if you tore the house down like that. Oh, dude, when I say they, when we say they tore the house down, they literally tore the house down. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it was a management issue as well. Plus that's when uh, I, I think that was one of AXW's last <laughs> shows anyway when that went down. I think down. that was actually the last show. Because then there because then AXW ended up switching over to Outbreak and then there was new management who took over. So Yeah. So don't worry. Don't worry. If I uh if I ever start running and booking again, I got y'all. Um here's a, here's a qu- another question for you Rebecca. So now you're, you know, we consider you the queen of death match. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Why uh, was I never invited Dennis, back? Dennis, Matt, you want to answer you that one? Ma- you, no, no, you got to answer. You got to talk to management on that one. I have no <laughs> answer on that one. Like, I'm still, look, Jamal, you are a extremely talented man in the ring. And I'm not saying that to kiss ass or anything, but I'm saying that professionally. Um, I keep never wanting to see the Jamala that- gimmick. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna like, Jumala. It's it's one of those where I I want to I don't want to say it's politics or people just aren't fond of people, but I think anybody that has you on their show benefits from it. Um, you're a knowledgeable guy in the locker room from seeing you in Triple WA, from how you talk to the guys and you and you know help guys with their matches. Anybody can benefit off of you being in the locker room. So anybody that doesn't book you, I don't get it. I don't understand why. Um, I think you are one of those guys that can go out there and have a, an amazing match. And me and you have teamed, I believe, once or twice, um, and it's never been a bad match. So, to whoever doesn't book you, that's that's their loss, dude. Um, 100% believe in that. But, so Rebecca, you've gone from non-death match to death match, you know, and now that's one of your, your, your cup, your, you know, that's your forte now is this death match stuff. Out of all the death matches you've had throughout your career, what would you say would be your top three favorite death matches well, that I'm you've been sure. involved in? Top three, uh, me and Mickey Knuckles in the finals 2008. Um, and then the other two are technically not death matches because they were both in Pennsylvania, but um, I wrestled Masada at CCW and I wrestled Nick Gage as well. Oh, wow. Mikey, you gotta go watch that match. Um, I know what I, I never, I never seen those matches, but I definitely want to see the one with her and uh, Nick Gage, though. Yeah, I think Gage was like yeah. my third match back after I broke my arm. So <clears throat> you had so much. In, you know what? Run down the list of injuries that you accumulated throughout the years due to death matches. Um, well, I had a gash in my hand in 2008. There's video footage of that somewhere. Um, the 11 <coughs> stitches in Hamburg, not a death match, but you know, still 
hardcore match related. Um, let's see. I've glued a bunch of cuts. Um, I did break my arm. That was in a normal match, but that was probably the worst injury I've had. Okay, okay. Um, that was it's... actually at a PPCW show a few years ago. So now, now for all the years and experience that you've been around doing this, you've seen girls come and go. Is there any new ones that are on your radar who you have not stepped in the ring with yet that you want to work? Um, I would say probably Hollywood or Hollywood Haley J. That's Amazing Maria's that, daughter. That'd be a great match. So um, she just, I mean, she's only two years in and the girl's amazing. Um, I actually watched her work Thunder Kitty out at IWA a couple weeks okay. ago. Yeah, I see. I seen Thunder Kitty. Uh, I think it was sometime earlier this year, I believe it was. And I was very impressed. Um, Sarah Dox is another one. Uh, she's recently started doing death matches. So she likes to do the barefoot death matches. And I've kind of always, part of me wants to try one of those. So it, now, now are, now those particular girls, are they doing like the loop in the, like the IWA mid South area? Is that where a lot of these death matches are being taken place? Or is it just various? Uh, the majority of them are out in the Indiana area, yeah, just because there's no athletic commission out there. Is that is that, is that still being run by uh, Ian Rotten? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So um, now uh, I notice uh, you've been traveling and working with a certain <clears throat> young lady that happens to be my niece. Yes. Uh, do you plan on converting her into the deathmatch way? Oh my god. Chio, I feel like you would never speak to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's her call and you would have to deal with her mom. Okay. That one there. I I, I don't know. I don't think her dad would really care, but I think her mom would have a a fit though. But she's a grown woman. She can do what what, what, what she wants. Uh, but uh, you, you and Izzy McCoy, you probably had a a handful of matches we in have. a bunch of places. Uh, how is she from the time she started? Because she's still fresh in the business. She only has like what two years, I think, something like that along the way. Yeah, maybe. she's not she's not in that long. But no, well, I see, think, no, I she's had more than two. She's probably at three. Well, what is your take? on her the way she is now and what do you think she can improve improve on i mean i enjoy working with izzy i think we have a good time um i've been impressed i haven't i I don't have anything negative to say about her um no it's it's, it's never anything really negative per se it's just like sometimes you know we get in the ring with certain people and there's including myself i'm sure like even when i was working i'm sure there's a lot of stuff i could really work on too did 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 you uh while you're in there did you pick out things for her that she might need to work on um i don't think so from the interaction we've had i did feel like we actually had chemistry okay so and 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 that's rare that's that's really rare when we can find a dance partner 
where you and that individual can have a great chemistry. Because a lot of times they say uh, the ones that make it big, the ones that have the best matches are pretty much like really good friends. You know, and then you get that chemistry, you gel, and then you get those. Once you gel a certain way, you're constantly getting booked together. You're making that money, 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 you know, and, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and things are good. Um, I will say, I feel like I've known her a lot longer than I have. So, um, ditto, she's cool to travel with. She's cool to be in the ring with. I would love to take her with me to some deathmatch shows if she's interested, but you know, that's her choice. Hey, I, I, uh, I do think I'm, she enjoyed the hardcore stuff the other weekend. So, look, we'll I've been getting trying to people so are trying to death matches right now. They're trying. I'm trying to. I don't know why. And you can ask Brock. This is his fault. This was me and his brainchild about getting a table made out of actual Legos. Oh, now oh. let me just say, if anybody watches Lego Masters, I was at the Lego Fest Brick Fest. And I actually talked to three of the Lego Masters for the TV show. Two of them are now on board to not only just make me a table, but also make me a ladder out of Legos and a goddamn chair. Uh, okay. Now, yeah. unfortunately, we all know Brock can't wrestle right now. He's not going to be wrestling. So now I got to find me an opponent. Oh, you got? I got you, Dennis. Oh, I already I know. What see, see, I, I already saw that look. You're like, I'm in. You see where I'm pointing. You see where I'm pointing. No, I'm not picking Mikey. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mikey, I love you, but you die. <laughs> like, I don't know why I had that brainchild, and neither I, I still understand how Brock and me thought this would be a great idea. Like, that's what we need to do. And now I'm like, I'm full-fledged on making this happen. And the best part is half this stuff I'm not even going to have to pay for. The, the Lego Masters are like, we will do it for free as long as you are letting us be there and we can promote the hell out of it. Uh, first off, yes. I was like, absolutely. But it's going to hurt like a son of a bitch. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, is. Legit, this is like a yeah, table made out of Legos, thousands of pieces. And the, the latter, I think, will be the coolest. Um. And I think the chair will probably be the scariest. Now, now, Rebecca, now, is there any particular matches that you have not yet been a part of, but you're dying, your your mouth is watering to get involved? Um, yes, definitely a barefoot death match. And like I said, I'm like half, half on that. Half of me wants to do it. Half of me doesn't want to do it. Have um, that's so kind of painful just with. just you saying it. Uh oh. Oh, we lost Rebecca. Oh no. Uh oh. One way or another, we're gonna have to find her. And get you, get you, get you. Up oh, there she is. She's back. She's back. Let's bring her I back in. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know if that was my internet phone. connection. You, you got a, you ain't got a phone. You probably hit something with your finger. You ain't got a. Yeah. It's all right. It's, yeah, it's, it just kind of kicked out. Blame it on the internet. That's what we all do. Bad connection. Bad connection. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, um, from your current state in wrestling, in the wacky world, 
Where do you see yourself going in the next five, ten years? Gosh, honestly, just I want to do as many deathmatch tournaments as I can at this point. Would your goal um, be to go over to Japan? I would love to go to Japan. Absolutely. Um, I've actually wanted to go to Japan for a long time. So Japan, um, I'd like to wrestle in Puerto Rico. I'd like to wrestle in Mexico. See, Mexico, we could probably, I could probably help you with the Mexico one. Get you those uh, contacts. Um, uh, yes. One, one, one of the guys I know up here, his uncle runs wrestling school as well as runs shows down in uh, Mexico as well. So we can probably, really? uh, okay. yeah, we I can probably get a hold of him and uh, see what he says. And me and Dennis knows a particular friend out in Puerto Rico. Well, I already have my connection. Okay. In okay. All right. All right. And as far as Japan goes, uh, you, you might have to do the footwork on that one, honey. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, who I, I, I could honestly say I would love to see you face in a hardcore match would be Suzuki. Ooh. I, I, after he's doing you all cut these... out again. My connection must be terrible. I'm sorry. Um, you between you versus Suzuki. Okay. In a hardcore <laughs> match, like I just saw him wrestle at New Japan Pro Wrestling in Philly, and in a hardcore match, it's a Philly street fight, and it was amazing. Um, but that dude does not lay up on all. Like I, I was cringing on his forearms, okay, and I don't cringe on forearms. I love them, <laughs> but they look like they actually. He was hitting um, um, Eddie Kingston like that. He was trying to punch through a brick wall and i'm like "Ooh, ouch yeah no no but that'd be a match i would love to see you have because he is such a legend in the wrestling world whether it's hardcore matches or regular matches that would be a match that would absolutely be something that you could only get to have one time one time in your lifetime is with him now have have you ever competed in the cage of death. Have I ever competed what? In the cage of death. I have not. Uh, I thought I, I thought I thought that would have been one of the uh ones you probably would have worked on before. No. You have worked for CCW, right? Actually, I have not. Really? I'm so Yeah. Like, I was so sure you would have already. No, surprisingly, no. What uh, the guy with the pencil don't uh care for you too much, or you just, or you just never cross paths with them? I just never cross paths. Okay, all right. I believe they're starting back up, so I guess we'll see where that goes. Well, there's a lot of other opportunities out there. There's a lot of people out there who, who wants Ro- Ro- Rebecca Payne to come in there and put her foot down someone's throat. And especially if you have the tip of your foot wrapped in fucking barbed wire or, or thumbtacks thumb tacks, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Right down their throat. It'd be all right. They'll live, I think. <laughs> Hopefully, right. Uh, do you see yourself open up? A uh, a school for female talent for yourself. Um, 
I don't know. I don't see myself on that level at this point. No. No. For the years Maybe. of experience you have, you know, it it seems like only right, you know. Like plus with all the connections you have, you can start your own females promotion as well, too. Gosh, I mean, that could be a possibility in the future. Well, think about it. Think about it. I know a guy who might hook you up. What's his name? Rob Noxious, I think. He might <laughs> try to help you out there. You get the women's division. <laughs> the women's division of uh, of of uh, CCW. So. Now, this is a part that might make you kind of squeamish. We might have you shaking in your little uh Space boots. Your hair might change color again after how Uh-oh. many colors. I don't know how many you had. A certain individual here has these uh cards, a deck of cards. Okay. Dennis, Dennis, will you uh take it away, sir? All right. So they're called it's a podcast cards. This deck I picked out is the what the f deck. All they're right. not really that grimy or. There's some raunchy ones that I left out. Um, they're a little, I would say, too personal to do on the air um, or to ask. Like, I'm not going to push. I don't want to push those boundaries or step over those lines. I do have a lot of respect for you. Um, and personal things need to stay personal. Um, and, you know, to you. So I took those cards out. But I have one, two, three, four. We have five cards. We did this the last one time with a gentleman named Jay Batista. Um and these are awesome. So, all right. You have to pick between one, the number one and five, and whatever number you pick is the card I'm going to take out. Three. All right. First question out of the the what the f? If you personalize your car's license plate, what would the plate say? I like it rough. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no comment. Oh, I was. I, oh, oh, oh. We'll say that for the chat room. See, and you took those cards out. Now. <laughs> we'll that for the chat room. We're gonna wait to uh, wait till Pat puts the wife and kids to bed, and you know, and then we'll uh, give him a heart attack. Mike. <laughs> I, I gotta have Mikey answer this question too. Mikey, you gotta answer the same question. I gotta hear this one. Oh shit! Oh jeez! God, that's what she's. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's what she said. <laughs> oh my god! That's stealing is wrong. Kids do not deal. It's illegal. <laughs> All right. I'm not asking Tio because the shit that probably comes off his head is just not enough. We don't need to know. All right. Dude, so the, the fucked up jokes in my head are not coming to mind right now, like normal. So otherwise, I would have gave you a, a really, really <laughs> twisted answer. <laughs> if I answer any of these questions, Dennis has. For the next show, I might have to make another statement in the beginning of the show. <laughs> yes, we don't need that. We really <laughs> don't. All right. That was a long day today with that. 
All right, so now we have four left, so pick between one and four. Two. This one I actually was in- I picked this one out personally because I need to know this answer. Oh, God. Have you ever done something unbelievable only to have no one around to see it? Ooh. See? That's why I picked this car, because it's a really good question. I mean, I looked for my car keys while they were in the ignition and the car was running. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all done that one. That's or the, like unbelievable on the other end of the spectrum. but Or like you know. having your sunglasses on your head and you're looking around for your sunglasses or you're I on the phone to... for someone and going, hey, I'm trying to, like, give me one minute, I'm trying to find my phone. Dude, you're, you're on your phone. <laughs> Those I had. I did do those experiences. Uh, while Dennis is getting the next question queued up for her, just to let everyone know, the comment and question line of the uh, chat room is open. So while he's doing that, if you are thinking of any questions uh, you would like to ask Rebecca Payne, you can uh, please type them in and we'll see if we can get any uh, answers out of her. If not, tough titty said to kitty, but the milk's still good. <laughs> she would never say that again. Just Damn, I gotta. Never. <laughs> Damn, I gotta do another statement now. Son never again. Just never say that again. That was probably the corniest, cheesiest, most ridiculous thing I've ever heard come out your mouth. Besides you trying to act white, that that's yeah, pretty yeah. bad. No, that was from Kiefer Sutherland when he was in that one movie. I know what it is. I just didn't think you would actually say something. All right, so we got three left. One, one three. number one. All right. <laughs> this is another good one. What type of contest do you think would be fun for you to judge? Ooh. Hmm. Let's see. To keep it PG, I'm just going to say I'd like to judge a pickle eating contest just because I like pickles. (laughs) (laughs) And then the winner gets it smashed over their head. Right. The winner gets the jar smashed over their head. Yeah, so you got to add a little hardcore deathmatch twist to it. (laughs) Why not? Smash the pickle jar over their head. And they only get the trophy as well if if they get back up. If they don't, exactly, they don't get the trophy. Then the trophy's mine. Exactly. I was about to say that you get to keep it. All right, so we got two left. All right, go with number one. This one was a little. I didn't know if I was going to ask this one, but I'm asking it. What's the strangest skeleton you've ever discovered in someone's closet? Oh, God. <laughs> now, are we talking about a real skeleton? Yeah, that's or... a... No, like one of those, like... Who someone, knows? Someone told you something that you just were like, what the F? So, I'm not going to name names, but there's a certain someone that likes to be peed on. Jamal. All right, I, <laughs> I, the golden I'm shower. Gonna, look, I'm, look, I'm not name. going there. That Jamal, that was Chio, <laughs> the guy below me. That was all him with that comment. Jamal. I gotta ask, is this someone that I know? Is this someone that me and Chio both know? 
Yes. Damn. That does narrow it down to nobody that I have any ideas of. Ah, uh, shit. Who? <laughs> There's a uh, lot of people that we all know that know. he knows. Like, that's way too many guesses. I can't. Like, I'm pretty sure me, uh, between all three of us, we probably know at least a thousand people in common. Yep. So in you'll the, never in, guess. In, in the business, not even outside, in the business. Well, hold up. I, I seen a comment he made earlier. And 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 she mentioned something about uh, being peed on, but this individual said this earlier. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I'm just putting two and two together. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, forget about it. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. Nope, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna that, hate us. He's gonna hate us. Jamal's gonna. I'm gonna say this, Pat. I'm sorry. You can find me later. Jamal's gonna fuck you up, Chio. Just saying. And I'm gonna be the one filming and, and doing the play-by-play of watching you get your ass kicked. <laughs> well worth gonna, it. He ain't gonna do shit to me. You know why? I'll just pee on him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So fast. All right. So the last card in my hand. What is the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night? Gunshots. Yeah, gunshots, I guess. <laughs> she kept a PG, folks. She kept a PG. I did. To me, honestly, I'm gonna answer my I'm gonna answer my own question. I would say the scariest thing to hear in the middle of the night is a loved one or someone choking while you're sleeping. Because I've woken up to that, to where it was pretty fucking. I won't lie, scariest moment in my life. But luckily, he's good because you know. I know first aid and CPR and, and, and weird medical fucking things. God darn it. Pat Same. Again. Like because of being a firefighter and learning things from EMS stuff, like I'll say it. I thought my dad was having, I thought my dad had a heart attack in his wheelchair, woke up to him literally snoring in the living room. And I knew it. he couldn't breathe. So I laid him on the floor, picked him up out of his wheelchair and he started to be able to breathe. Weirdest thing in the world. That sound will haunt me the rest of my life, without a doubt. There's sounds that have, that will haunt me for the rest of my life from EMS stuff, but I know things that I should not know as a human being <laughs> um, <laughs> at all. But you know, they come in handy sometimes. They really do. But now, uh, Rebecca, we're yes. almost at. Pretty much the forty-five minute mark. All right. Uh, do you have any uh, dot com or what your social medias are, where people can get out online on any kind of social media to check you out to see where you're uh, going to be upcoming? Any events? Uh, yes, I'm just uh, on Facebook under Rebecca Payne. Um, I don't really use Instagram and Twitter as much as I should. I am on both of those. I just don't know what exactly it's under. 
Um, as far as upcoming shows, though, I do have uh, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. I'll be out at IWA Mid-South again. Um, so it's actually Friday night, the 5th, is Southern Sickness versus King of the Death Match. So I'm wrestling Satu Jin that night. Um, Saturday afternoon is the 2021 Queen of the Death Matches. Saturday evening is the finals of King of the Death Match versus Southern Sickness. And then Sunday afternoon is the mixed tag double Dutch death match tournament. So double um, Dutch, what? I, yes, I, I I'm never intrigued heard. With that it's you got to. I need to know what this Wait. is about. I'm intrigued. Oh, I, I got one question. Will okay. these will these be aired on IWTV? Do we know? I don't believe Ian streams. Um, I think he just does the DVDs through Smartmark. Okay. Everything's up on Smart Mark, usually a day or two after the shows. Hmm. Okay, okay. So, uh, people, if you want to get any footage besides looking online, you can probably, I guess you can go to smartmarkvideo.com and probably yeah. probably Google her name in, in the search uh, thing, and it might pop up which DVDs or VHS, if you still have a VCR out there, people, <laughs> of uh, which video footage that you can uh, buy, purchase, and uh, sit home and watch. I know King of the Deathmatch from this year is up now, um, as well as the IWI 25th anniversary show. So both of those were recent shows that I was on for him. And so, they're available uh, on Smartmark. Yeah, like I said, people, check out smartmarkvideo.com. Uh, I don't know if they have promo codes, but you can try to use Rebecca Payne's as a as a thing, see if they give you a discount. You know, hey, she sent me. Whatever, hey. Especially uh, if you're into death matches. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, do you have any final words for uh, the viewers? Because if uh, right now we see we currently, we had more people in the room. We had we have four now who are in the room watching, but people can go back and uh, watch the replays or they watch us later on, you know, if they ain't watching this now. Uh, do you have any uh, comments or anything enlightenment or anything you just want to say to the people out there watching? I don't think so. I'm boring, I guess. <laughs> You're not boring. Uh, no, no. We, the queen of death matches. Thing, thing is, she's a badass. She she's definitely a badass. Oh well, yeah. The fact of the matter is, she does her talking with her hands. That's right. She knows sign language with her hands, and she'll show you real quick whether they have thumbtacks attached to it, a bob wire bat, bat, or or it's just a straight foot in your ass. So, <laughs> uh, and she's not going to take you out to dinner first. Before she oh hell no! Out. There's no. no dinner. Like I'm just gonna call you no. out on it because I know how you play when it comes to this business. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There's no dinner. There's the no only lube. The She's only really steak. Take her foot and shove it up your bunghole. The only steak <laughs> anyone's gonna get is a steak to cover that eye when she busts it up. So, uh, Rebecca, thank you for coming on. We we love you so dearly. We see you all the time. 
I'm still going to be like that father figure and, and, and taunt you and wave my finger. Please, girl, you know, take care of yourself. You know, I'm, I'm going to baby you every, every time I see you, you know that. So, and, 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 and then you have a locker room full of big brothers around too. That's always going to have your back and love you as much as we do. And, and when you go out and do these death matches, you kick some fucking ass and bring home the crown, baby. I thank you. I will. You make us proud. We love you. And thank you for coming on. And uh, hopefully, everyone plus us will see you at the matches. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you again. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was. Awesome. I knew I was going to enjoy tonight's episode, no lie. Like, Cheryl, me and you have known, you've known Rebecca longer than I have, but I've known her since I broke in. And she is one of the ladies in the business that people don't take serious and they should. Oh, God, I got I to gotta fix I my know, camera. Yeah. No, it's all right. I'll fix this. Uh, and they should because she puts so much blood, sweat, and tears in this. And I don't mean just say that. Hey, hey I, 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 I gotta say something. Uh, you ever seen uh, Patrick from from uh, SpongeBob and Patrick in real life? What do you mean? Like oh, this. Okay. I seen you in the green room, and you were standing there dancing. You were just a little chibi shake, dude. Exactly, your shuffle. You did your little shuffle. I'm like, look, I th- first thing I said was Patrick. Look, I'm double, I'm double dipping right now. Like we're live on air, and I'm watching the Flyers, and we just scored. We're up one nothing. Yeah, dude, coots, baby. Yes. Woo, and I'm not Excellent. watching the game, so I don't care. Well, I didn't well, know I the game. Like, I know, totally it's... forgot that we were playing tonight. I thought they had a night off until tomorrow. I was yeah, mistaken. I, I thought they did too, and then I, I looked at the schedule. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Vancouver tonight. That's weird." But since we did have the Queen of Death matches on, I felt it only appropriate to break out the guns. Oh, lost so, your guns. <laughs> so, we got a late uh, question here, fellas. No, yeah, it, it just popped. At, yeah, oh, after she leaves, he he puts the question up. So, uh, Austin. Who is the stiffest person you worked? We're going to give you that yeah. question because I'm sure it was. I, I, this, I, is, this is very interesting. <laughs> Three people I could choose Pat, CJ, Travis, and it's probably going to be Pat. <laughs> now, I would have to say CJ because one of, one of the worst spots I ever had to take was a sidewalk slam spot and it knocked all the wind out of me. Okay, gentlemen. CJ uh, wrestled. What I think, stop making fun of me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my voice chat in the chat room, guys. Okay. So what's going on? I think Bray I think Bray White's gonna sign back with WWE and 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 he's gonna form a team with Gangrel and and and, and like shit. But gentlemen, uh, the world of wrestling has in <laughs> uh, uh, turned on its head recently. Uh, within this day's time, 
uh, we've seen a lot of stuff going on between uh, last week and this week. One particular thing that got thrown out there today was, or was it yesterday, uh, was the fact that uh, with Ring of Honor, their last show will be Final Battle. And by the end of the year, all the contracts will have will be expired and the talent can go wherever they seem fit. Apparently, AEW uh with Tony with Tony Khan behind and all that, they have their eyes on a bunch of people such mm. as some 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 say they're already signed. Like they already had the the it's already penciled. Some people are saying, uh, your sources, whatever we have, we don't know if they're a hundred percent accurate or not. But some are saying Jay Lethal, Dan Housen, the Briscoe brothers, and that's just to name a few that are signed with AEW. That's supposedly. So, guys, thoughts on. ROH, you know, taking a small hiatus for the first quarter of the year. They're supposed to return back in April. And I'm telling you all this without a notebook in front of me. We've written down notes. So look, it was a it was a long time coming. I'm gonna say that people can hate me for it. I'm gonna be honest and upfront. It was a long time coming. The product was good, it wasn't as great as it used to be, okay? And here's why. And this is the God honest truth. All these guys had these big ass heads and thought they were worth a lot of goddamn. And you're damn right I was eating on the podcast because I was hungry and I worked all day and I forgot that I had to eat. And the podcast started. So my chicken parmesan has been sitting next to my face well, and like, hey, eat me, please. So well, I did. Well, Cliff, that's Shit, what we uh that's what we seem to do here on the podcast quite we frequently. We eat food and talk shit. Yeah, yeah, we actually, you know, we eat, we drink, whatever we have in front of us, and we just go. But no, oh. so again, a lot of these talents, besides like some that have been stay that have stayed in ROH, get these big heads that think they're worth all these dollars, and I'm sorry they're not. And then some of them have left and gone to bigger companies and haven't really done much back for the company that put them on the spotlight. Like, no offense, like if you think about it, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, the, the list goes on. All these guys that are no longer with WWE that can work other places, they're not going back to their home that really honestly put them on the map. And that hurts. So what a what they're doing is is they're giving their their contracts are they're they're still in their contract technically. I read the whole article, but they're giving up the the contract where they can't work anywhere else but without ROH's permission. So now they have the freedom to do whatever as well as work for ROH. So you know what it really comes down to is like, hey, we're gonna have a we're gonna be doing an event then. Um you guys on or you guys not on. ROH gonna pay more money than any indie show is gonna be out there. Um unless you charge them buku money like some people do. But it's been a long time coming. The pandemic killed them. Like, that cost them a lot of money for doing their tapings and the hotels. Like, when I say they were quarantined in New York, they were quarantined. Like, some of the towns that I know, 
said they had to stay at a hotel for a full week, then do their taping for a week, and then they could go home. Before they could go back into the tapings, they had to quarantine back in a hotel again for another week. So, like, if you think about it, you're, you're only doing events live on the internet and, and those, and you have no fans, which is your major income. That's going to bankrupt you. Like, I'm sorry. You're like, you're not WWE. You're not AEW. You're not Impact that has a shit ton of <coughs> You're a low-level intern company in, in the eyes of some people. I think you're a bigger company. But in the eyes of some fans, they're ROH and nobodies. They're just, you know, nonchalant. Now, and, and now going off of what you're saying, uh, when you're saying about um, ROH being a bigger company, but intern company. That's how a lot of people, I'm going to say, they looked at ECW the same way back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, they they wasn't as big as, you know, WWF, WCW, even, even, the, uh, even the NWA fell off the wagon and they were considered a mom and pops type, uh, uh, top indie sh- per profession and not one uh, mainstream anymore. So uh, one of the names that I'm surprised that was not mentioned in any of the articles, you know, is a friend of ours, uh, Dennis, and that's uh, uh, Deppin. I'm surprised nobody mentioned him uh, with the eyes on him uh, with all the stuff he's been doing. Look, Deppin's name's been everywhere. Um, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I'm like I haven't seen like any mention of him like from like like even have eyes from ROH. I'm like I'm kind of surprised at that. I'm, I mean, as far as AEW. Oh dear God, there's someone in the chat we don't want on the show. Um, private chat, private yeah, chat, you know, private uh, chat. Um, here's the thing, and there's and this is not a shot or being a disrespect to the the Tony Deppin. I have nothing but respect for this man because he has busted his ass to get to ROH, and he's earned it. But he's Tony Deppin, okay? He's not a Jay Lethal. He's not a Briscoe's brother. He's not a Homicide. He's none of them, okay? that That's why you haven't heard his name on there because he's a – if you look at the roster, you have the top guys, and then you have the lower-level guys. He's, he's in between the middle and the bottom, okay? And I love Deppin. He's a talented, hardworking, professional wrestler. I'm not going to call him an entertainer. He is a professional effing wrestler. Okay? I hate the word entertainer. I, I can't believe that word. Um, that's why I'll probably know. That's why I know, like, I, I'm never on. I get asked, oh, you're a professional wrestler. You're an entertainer? No, I'm a professional wrestler. Get it right. And that's what Tony Deppin is. He is a technical professional wrestler that I wish more people would talk about him. I really do. And I know you believe that, Chio. Well, well, you know what? There is a lot of guys out there who I believe that are not getting the recognition that they are just due. Uh, they're working all these indie shows, but they're not getting the credit. They're not getting the magazine time. They're not getting the certain spotlight like some of these internet darlings get and it kind of ticks me off where i see these guys busting their ass and they're just getting looked over you know 
But uh, besides the ROH stuff, a lot of stuff is going down. As far as, like, even what's going on with uh, Charlotte Flair now? Yeah, I was going to say, with Charlotte and Becky backstage. Well, Well, it's not even that. It's like, it's like, it's like, is she trying on purpose to get out of her contract? What's up? Yeah, I, I heard there's a lot of people pushing I, for for her to get out of it. So, well, there was also a rumor that she was going to go down and you know uh, hang out with her husband no, or fiance, no, I should say. No, no, it's not a rumor. There's photos of her at, at an AEW event. Who gives a fuck? Again, I'm sorry, Pat. This is where the filter comes off. Unfortunately, I'm sorry if your kids are listening. I'm so sick and tired of. You can't go watch your significant other wrestle on the other show. Like, to anybody that has... If you're in the WWE and you're in the head honcho spot, get over yourself. Like, yes, you own, the wrestler gets to... You know, you own the what they get to do, but their personal lives, you have no control over it, okay? If they want to go watch their husband or wives wrestle, let them go do it. You know? A, 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 yeah, a parent, I agree. There's a parent, I need a... I need a, a a vote here, gentlemen, between the four of us. Put them on the uh, show. Just put them on the show. Yeah, okay, you know where I you know where I was getting bring at. It. I know. If we don't, he's gonna have to go cry to his wife because she's the only one that's able to calm him down. And then he's gonna post in the chat room, guys. We gotta have a meeting. <laughs> and she's gonna be willing to fight us the, all. But, but no, the, for real, the body slams guys are picking on me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look who it is. It's the knob gobbler. The gobbler himself. <laughs> but realistically, What's up, boys? that's the issue right now. A lot of workers are mad that she went to go watch her husband. But no one gave a crap. You're stupid. Why get mad? Here's, here's, yeah, no no one cared when Adam Cole would do that for Britt Baker. That's what I was about to get to before you said anything. Adam Cole posted how many times that he was at AEW events at private parties with his wife. And no one batted an eye. You know why? You know why? Because he was a goddamn guy. He wasn't a female. And if you don't believe me, No, 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 no. I'm one of the main stars. He was one of the main stars who wasn't on the main roster. But but he he was a main star. That's the thing. He's a main star. He was the main star on NXT. And no one batted an eye because he did it because he is Adam Cole. He's a male figure. But as soon as a female does it, okay, it's a big uh oh in the locker room. Go screw yourselves with your macho man bullshit. Thing is with me though, right? Like I'm agreeing with Dennis is that like they're both eagerly to me. If not, maybe Flair is has the bigger name is the bigger name of the company. That maybe that's why they're giving her such a harder time about it. And plus, you know, Vince doesn't like, you know, her being around. She doesn't. They don't want that name being around AEW. It's bad enough they got the Roses name around AEW. So you're pretty, pretty much taking a wrestling industry icon name and putting it over there. So another, you know, legend like the Flares. Like the Flares will be now be over with AEW. They're losing pieces by pieces. Granted, like to me, what I'm watching. Uh, and I know this is totally off the rails here, but when I watched the Brock, like the only thing they really got going for him is this whole Brock, Brock Lesnar, uh, Roman Reigns feud. That's it. That's the whole. That's their whole golden ticket right there. 
Um, the the storyline's great, yada, yada, yada. But after that, what do they really have? I mean, the, the storylines, the running is all horrible. This is all about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for probably the next few months. So, but that, that's if like I say, that's all another topic. If I may, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Austin. Everyone, I was trying everyone... to reach down and grab a pizza from you. <laughs> Here we go. It's got you. Here's a pizza. Throw it up. Almost there it is. There you go. It slipped. It slipped. Oh, I got it now. Work for me. If Gio would have pulled a slice of pizza out from his screen, I that would have been so good. I I would have died. Wow, that would have been awesome though. We, no, we, we, have, we, have, we have to work something like that for next show. I agree with Pat, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, I, mean, I get I, it. I, it, I, it I it's a too. name. It's a name. But what Vince doesn't understand is Charlotte Flair. Owns all of her names and catchphrases. Vince owns none of it. He has no copyrights and no trademarks to it. All of it is her. So if Vince pisses this away, the flip. Yeah, which is why I think they're they're going to kiss her ass eventually and be like, oh, you know what, you know, and square things away so she doesn't run off to AEW. Because, like Pat said, that's a big name. Going over and like you said, it's her own name. They can't steal it, so yeah, they better patch that shit up. Well, no, 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 no. Ashley Flair is her real name, not Charlotte. Right. But she trademarked Charlotte. She's what? trademarked Ashley Flair. She's trademarked um, a bunch of other catchphrases that Vince didn't get. Into. But the thing I want to get the thing I want to get into is why is. Uh, what did I see that Selena Deville lady girl, the chick, she went to fight Charlotte Flair in the back. So you're pretty much, you know, Flair's pretty much has to stay away from what, you know, from Raw or SmackDown. The only way you bring Charlotte is to work, have her work. Um, and what, was, uh, what was the name you mentioned? Did Selena you say... Deville. I, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I put your names. Right. You don't, know, you don't know the workers' names of WWE? Dude, I've been out of that game for. I only know Indian. Where's brother. your notebook at, Pat? Yo, where's your notes? <laughs> okay, where's Hold on. All right, we're getting up. We got to stay on subject, guys. We have to stay on subject, or we're going to lose our view. The viewers will tune off. I'm sorry. Um, the reasoning of is because of the way Charlotte Flair handles the situation in the ring. Okay, I get it. You want to go off the rail, and sometimes going off script sometimes is good. But the way she handled it on on Friday night with the whole dropping the belt was disrespectful. I get that they wanted Becky to hold two belts to make the joke of she's Becky two belts again, which is a shot at Charlotte Flair, which would piss me off as well if I was in Flair's shoes. But I also think it's that Flair's tired of having the championship. She doesn't want the goddamn thing. You can see it in her eyes. She can give two shits about this title. You know, and that's the problem. They, were, they Vince wants to shove down people's throats, Charlotte Flair and John Cena's and the Roman Reigns and the Brock Lesnar's and the Uzos and this and that and this and that when no one cares sometimes. Stop shoving them down your th- the fans' throats and maybe they care. The real fans would care if you stopped shoving them down. Why do you think John Cena had, was the most hated guy in the wrestling business? Because he was shoved down our throat. Kurt Angle. 
was shoved down our throats after a while, and people started chanting, you actually suck, which he is the most amazing wrestler in the business. No one's ever been able to touch his shoes. Yeah, go back to the Cena thing. Like, if I hear Cena and from many people, he's like the most humble guy you can meet in a locker room, like the nicest dude. Now, granted, that was Vinny's boy, and Vinny loved him. But like I said, I can't really say anything bad about Cena. From what I hear from a lot of people, he's like the nicest guy you can be around. Like, he's very humble. Like oh, from God, the, yeah. yeah, from the mass strikers, um, like a lot of people say, like he's like the nicest dude you can meet. Like oh, he does. Go ahead. I've, I've asked Matt Striker the same question when I worked ACPW when he was there. I asked, right. you know, favorite guys to work in the locker room with and hang out with, and he said number one, John Cena. He goes, right. that guy shows up at five thirty to the arena, gets the mm-hmm. land of the layout, find out where the locker rooms is, where is this and that. Goes and works out for three hours at a gym, comes back, does what is needed, works on his stuff, helps the younger guys get better, and then goes, does his stick in the ring and comes back. And when he says that, when he told me this next part, my mind was blown. He goes, he doesn't sit with Vince after mm. his match. He sits with the younger guys. He takes a couple of them or still that are very new and sits at a TV with them and explains why people do what they do and why they had to do it this way. Wow. Wow. Here's my thing. I have no hate for John Cena. I actually enjoyed all of his work. Everybody's like, oh, he has the five moves of doom. Well, unfortunately, the reason wrestling isn't the way way it is now and these guys can wrestle a lot longer is because of the five moves. You yeah, know, but I mean, I, and this not to shift like gears the Hogan, here. That's like with Hogan. You know, he kept it simple. You know, he you know, mm-hmm. punch, yeah. he hawked up, he big boot, mm-hmm. leg drop. You know, it, it was uh, you know, and, and they made money. And they I'm made sure money. You... They show they 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 sold merchandise, and yeah. they didn't have to prove they were a great wrestler out there. That it's, I'm pretty sure you guys could uh, value this too. But I mean, if you ever worked with Patch. Patch will tell you the same thing. And Patch to me is like one of the coolest dudes you meet. But like hanging with Patch, like he told me, like, Pat, I only got three moves I do. And that's it. I said, Yeah. And he said, Yeah. Russ is punch kicking and running my mouth. It's that easy. Look, I so, have five moves. I have five. One of them is running my mouth like there's no tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Like it just just you guys see how I am on the show. I run my mouth like there and I don't care who I offend. Like our private chats on Facebook, I have the first things out of my mouth. I know what I'm about to say is going to probably piss people off, but I just don't give a crap. No, hey, hey, you let them know from the door. You let them know right from the door. It's going to piss you off, but here it goes. (laughs) For 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 me, for you, it's it's not what you might say. It's the length of time that you say it when you run your mouth. I'm like, will he shut the fuck up already? I'm sorry. <laughs> only allows you to record for one minute. Let me just say, it took me 20 minutes to record those one-minute messages because I kept goddamn coughing or someone you get... cut me off on the highway and I'm cursing. And I'm like, I can't yell at them. I'm not yelling at these goddammit. It just happens. Uh, but... and, and, and those long uh, conversations come from a certain person who likes to talk really long? Pat. <laughs> I'll t- and I start at seven o'clock in the morning. Just Dick. so we, I, I got, we got, I gotta make this. I gotta say it on the air. Um, 
I be before I wanted to say before the show, um, wrestling did lose a true legend in the wrestling business today. Um, that we all know of. Well, I know the three of us have known him. Um, Tom, uh, I, it's Tom Coast Casati. Casati. I never could I never could announce his last pronounce his last name properly, even when I hung out with him. Um, he was also known as Royce Prophet. Unfortunately, he passed away today. Um, a lot of great guys that I've known that in this business, like Tom Brandy, Sal Sincere, all knew him. So to Tom's family, I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, to anybody that was friends with him, I'm sorry. I hopefully, if you guys need to reach out, message me, talk, whatever. I, I'm here. Um, but that was a big hit to the business today. Big hit, in my opinion. He 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 been around for many years. I got to see him when I broke into the business. So yeah, just to like to hear him and and you hear the stories of. Uh, when uh, the time the headbangers like you see, he has a ponytail. Uh, it took a while for it to get back to normal, because apparently years ago, I guess why he was sleeping in a hotel room, the headbangers decided to take super glue and glue his ponytail together. <laughs> so it kind of like stayed stuck like that until it started growing. And, you know, or however he got it washed out or how long it took. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that that's one of the uh, big things, uh, uh, stories that I always hear about. That's one of them. Yeah. Like, I, when Tom Brady posted it, I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I was like, hey, call, like, there's deaths that don't catch me off guard and don't surprise me. That was one of those that, Wow. Okay. Like, and I've met Tom multiple times through events that I've been at or autographs events, and he was always kind, respectful, awesome to chat with. Always was about the fans. Like, um, but yeah, I know, like, usually I know we, we give, we do a bell thing and stuff, but, you know, that's not his type of thing. He was a carny day in and day out from day one to, till today. Um, so again, rest in peace, Tom. Um, but yeah, back to what we were talking about wrestling. Uh, well, you know, WWE had <coughs> their uh, free purview Halloween Havoc that just yes. passed. So, one of the picks, well, actually, hold up. One of the things that we all agreed on, which I was trying to pick the opposite, but we all agreed on if. We said if uh, Toxic Attraction goes over for the tag titles, Mandy Rose is definitely going over. We all said that. But yeah. I was I was hoping Indy and yes, Persia would. I was actually rooting for Indy and Persia to go over and Raquel to actually to go over in those ladies' matches there. So. I thought and, for a minute, like, when... Because they gave Raquel, like, that special entrance, you know, like, coming in on the motorcycle, and I'm like, Okay, maybe this isn't Mandy's time. Maybe Raquel's going to keep it just a little longer. And then, but now, and well, now, I saw now, I was now wrong. Mikey, now Mikey, I got a question for the rest of the guys. Did any of you watch it? I won't yes, lie. I did. I, did. I did not watch it. First off, 
uh, I had stuff planned with my girl. Okay, so um, the only ones so... who can really comment is just me, Mikey, and Pat. It's like, yes, I did. I did. I did. Well, it's okay. <laughs> because, look, as much as I want to keep talking on the show for the night, I do got to dip out because oh. I do have to. Well, listen. After, <laughs> I'm gonna ex- Let me explain how bad this week's been. My company, over the weekend, as you guys saw in the yeah. chat, Yes. Got broken. Nine out of our twelve vans were broken into. So this whole week has been a shit show. Ooh. Um, right. And when I say our first day on Monday morning, we went to tar- we went to Home Depot, five of us, and we spent fourteen thousand dollars on all brand new tools. I mean that. Like we've been driving our trucks home because the camera system's not up yet, and there's no the windows aren't fixed yet. So we have plexiglass fit covering our windows right now. Um. So it's been literally that the week of hell. And, you know, and then on top of what happened today, like, you know, that just did, that was just the icing on the cake for me. Um, but I got to be in early tomorrow to get ready for my big job and I'm tired. So, but yeah, gentlemen, yeah I'm, 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 I'm glad today I ain't got to get up early because the first three days this week I was up at 4 a.m. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I can't do this bullshit. I need to go back to my regular schedule. So I'm glad, I'm glad I'm not getting up at four tomorrow. So. But it's okay because you got Austin. Why I step out? So you have Austin. Austin's my replacement. Yeah. You know, Air, high five. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm the other beard. Hold on. We're gonna high five like this. Come on. Get get up there, Austin. Oh, uh, other, there you go. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, see that? No. That's, that's, <laughs> put your hand down. They're not asking you for a high five. No. <laughs> I was not. You, you, you stay over there. Hold on. Uh, all right. That yeah, guy. Pick, his, yeah. pick his nose. <laughs> all right, all right, Dennis. Well, well, you have a good night, and don't get your truck uh, broken into again. I swear. Well, listen, <clears throat> to break in my truck here. Um, first off, they have an AK, uh, an AR-15, fully loaded, and a couple nine millimeters. So the truck Whatever will have you... some new. The truck will have some new decals permanently. Just... Just whatever you do, do not shoot him in the face. You have a good night, Dennis. So, gentlemen, back to uh, Halloween Havoc. Uh, one of the teams that I really had my heart uh, to win, and that was Imperium taking the NXT Tag Team titles. Away from and you were M- correct. MSK. <laughs> oh, I am a match. I am a Imperium Mark. No, it was it, it was uh, not a lot. Uh, you know what? As I was watching the match, I'm like, I think Tia's gonna be right. <laughs> the latter match was the females <laughs> titles where Io Shirai got pushed off the top by by Indy, and as soon as she hit that ladder, hit the floor, you've seen the look on Indy's face. Now now we're going to jump around here because Pat screwed it up and called called the Imperium match a ladder match. Thanks, Pat. Good job. That was not a ladder match. Yeah, The women's, the first yeah, match was a ladder match. You got to take, Pat, man, you got to have your... Uh, you got to have your blue check mark notebook in front of you to make sure you have everything. <laughs> that's, that's why I comment and there say. That's why I comment and say I'll get my uh, 
grandson the color with my my one year old grandson the color on the on the uh, notebook for Shots me just, just so just so I can look professional with my notebook and not my phone. But at least at least the difference is uh, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. And no blue check mark needed. <laughs> the only blue check. The only is this blue live check, on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. It. No, no it's not. not. I want to retweet it out. That's why. Oh, I'll, I'll go and tweet. I'll, I'll just tweet. Just add him immediately. So, so I yeah. Wish, I, was, I wish I had my computer right now. I'd, okay. I'd put it, so I'd, let's, put let's, it let's, on Twitter and tag Let's talk about so, the program. So, yeah, it, it was a hell of a match. I loved it from top to bottom. You know, it like MSK, hands down. They brought the fight. Those guys, these young kids can move. But I love watching Imperium. They have that classic European style, very hard, very technical. And that's what I like. I like that technical style, that European style. Guys who who can can transition nicely, and they don't have to fly around and do all these fancy shit. And that's why Imperium was my pick. Gentlemen. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Walter. Uh, I'm sure Walter was watching. I'm sure he's happy to see Imperium uh, take those titles. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I would no. like to. Uh, I don't know what the status of with the the UK guys are now because since Walter was part of the UK division of NXT, right? And now a lot of them they're not even working NXT UK over here. Now a lot of the guys are working for Trent Severin's company. Over there in NST UK. Oh, I mean not, but for the uh UK over there. First so, of all, God. I, no, I, go ahead. I, no, I, I gotta give a major shout out to one DJ Hyde. Because Who? DJ Hyde. Who? <laughs> I say you're not a fan. Never heard of, uh, it's a fan? Okay. <laughs> good good old DJ Hyde. I gotta give him his credit. Because in 08, I watched Three kids. One, I, I told you, I knew about Drew Gulick. But seeing Adam Cole and Joe Gacy come on the scene. Like, I like again, we're all in this business. Been in for a few years. You'd see a couple of green guys. You're like, oh, you know, let's see what, you know, see what, what happens with these kids. And my God, to see where Adam Cole is and Joe Gacy is right now, it's like, wow. And um, like I said, seeing Joe Gacy is like your typical – Heavy set kid, I thought, yeah, whatever. He's your, your normal blue collar kid, but man, to see him blow up onto the main stage, it's just like wow. Like I'm watching every like since I've seen him as a greening come through, and I was just like, I've been blown away. Like working Joe, with him, see, working Gacy kind of reminds reminds yeah. people right now of uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, I worked with him on CZW at ACPW, and uh, like I said, another nice kid. And it's just amazing to see where his career has now launched into this atmosphere of Nexus. And same thing with Adam Cole. Again, you, you've been in the same locker room with Adam Cole. Nice guy in the world. And just to see those guys blow up. But no, back to the card here. Like, I was really intrigued by the opening match, the ladder match. Uh, the women really put on a showcase yesterday, and I was blown apart. Um, the triple, th- you know, the triple threat tag team, uh, ladies match. And, uh, I was really intrigued about what I saw last night from moves spot to spot. And I'm usually not a spot to spot guy, 
but those girls put on a clinic yesterday to open up the show. Really, wow. they set the tone. Now, or, or as Jim Ross would say, a hellacious match. <laughs> yeah, they, they set the tone yesterday, Absolutely and it was great. You, you know what's funny? Uh, a lot of people were hyping up uh, the fact of Bron, uh, Bronson Steiner, well, Bron Breaker. People mm-hmm. were so hyped that thinking, oh, he's going to take the title. They're going to pass the torch. You know, to the younger guys, no. that I'm like, no, he's too, he's too Green. fresh. He don't have enough experience yet. Champa's gonna right. We were all even day. saying that. Uh, we were saying it's too early, and I mean, uh, it, it, you know, I mean, it, he's a hell of a worker. I'll tell you that right yeah. now, though, Bronson. He do, he reminds me a lot of his dad. Definitely a lot of his dad and his uncle. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Both his dad and his own. And, and it's amazing, like how he translated it from college football to to the pros, like like that, like that. I guess it's obviously it's in his genes, but well, still, oh, yeah, it's, it's you kinda, could see you'd see it. Well, it's kind of funny because a lot of uh, football athletes, kind of when they get into pro wrestling, uh, for the regiment that they go through when they're training, when 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 mm-hmm. when they're on the field just doing their calisthenics, you know, and everything like that. It's the same kind of stuff you gotta do in wrestling too when you're doing your training. Right. Huh. That 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 uh muscle memory movements and stuff like that, it kicks in. And especially if you're right. already in shape and you're not just some slob coming in off the street like 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 Pat. Right. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> they I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what though. Bunch, Randall, bunch. Buffet of wrestle. No, no, Bundy. It, it, as big as Bundy was, I mean, Michael was there. I mean, Bundy had me run drills, yeah. I mean, sweeping leg drills, uh, shoulder tackle drills. I mean, Bundy, like I said, for a big man, did not take it easy. He had him uh, sweeping a ring drill. You know, I didn't even mm-hmm. recognize Chris at first when I first saw him. I'm like, he's ha- he has hair. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. I know. I know. When I seen when I seen him with uh, hair uh, on him from back then, that was uh pretty cool. I was like, oh, damn. It was a little shocking. I asked him, I said, uh, God rest his soul, I asked him, I said, when was the first time you worked Brett Hart? And uh, he said, the first time he worked him was in Germany, believe it or not. And he said, uh, for a little guy, man, he likes to, you know, he likes to hit. He likes to hit. You know I mean, when, and so, you know, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm curious to know from you, but um, whoever, like, I know that we're going off topic here, but um Whoever you've been in a ring with, who was just you know you 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 knew you were going to feel it. You know, what I mean, you knew you were going to get, you know, you, like Vinny the Fixer, for instance. I don't know if you ever worked on, but Vinny the Fixer, you knew you were going to get hit. You know, what I mean, you knew it was going to it was going to be a tight war because he always told me if I can't feel it, I'm not selling. So I I I worked a lot of guys where I worked tight with, but uh, ones that I knew that that were going to be really. Uh, Heavy hitters like throughout the match all the time. Mm-hmm. It had to be the Gemini Trojans, the uh, Josh right. and Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, nice guys. Uh, and uh, one other guy by chance uh, was uh, Josh Daniels. I don't know if you remember him. Right, 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 right. He kind of he kind of remind you of uh, Davy Richard. Well, this is 
before Davey Richards and them came on the scene. He, he was like he was he was looked at being like the next Dynamite Kid, the next uh, Chris mm. Benoit type, and 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 he wrestled over there in Zero One Japan and stuff like that. So when I had the opportunity to work with him. I was nervous. I was kind of scared shitless because I seen, you know, his his regiment of training, the way he the way he worked, he worked like those guys. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm gonna work this guy. Like, but but he at the same time he was safe. He took care of me and and and, yeah. and then after I experienced that with him, I got more relaxed. I was right. able to, you know, be be more relaxed with certain guys. Right, same with me. Like, believe it or not, Teddy Fine could hit, and I didn't think. Like, I, I worked him down at uh, Rebels uh, the one day, and I was like, send their practice with him, whatever. It's like a student, you know, just show up, and he hit me. I was like, wow, I'm like this dude can hit. So uh, Teddy Fine, uh, onslaught, he's another one. Like anybody who came from that ACPW uh, training facility can hit. Slot corpse that was on the show the one that day. He was another guy who could like to hit. So, uh, but back to the card at hand here, because um, like I said I could tell like who looks like who can be you know some some guys who'd like to hit. Um, I mean, I'm curious to know like everyone says Goldberg is a guy who who's a tight worker. Uh, you got to be careful working with Goldberg. He's another one who likes to hit hard, um, stuff like that. Uh, no, me. The, okay. the the one the one I was looking forward to the most out of. All night long was the debut of Solo Sokoa. I was looking so much forward for that to see what kind of match, and it really wasn't a match, though. You know, no. he, he, he just he, uh, he came it in like a wh- quick squash match. Really. It wasn't even a match. He came in, nah. whooped a little ass, and then he stood in the middle of the ring and posed like he's here. You know that type of debut. So it like I was a little disappointed because I wanted to actually see a full match, you know, here because because um, for people who don't know, he is the younger brother of the Usos. Oh. And but by chance, he's the bigger one. He's bigger than them. You know? Or if you're watching and, now and, and you were wondering, you know, and, yes, and, and, we and, just and, confirmed it. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. Uh, he's not a high flyer like the Usos. He's a he's no, a stri- he's more he, brawler type. Yes, right? he's a striker. Like he's, he's a striker. He, you know, he'll he'll go he'll go hands on. So, but you know what? Uh, it's getting late. You know, um, we had Rebecca Payne on earlier. Uh, I'm pretty sure my wife will be pumped up to hear that. Oh well, she should have been on here and, and checking it out. Let her go. <laughs> <laughs> she probably whoop up on you then when she gets a chance. Then what the hell are you waking me up for and smack the hell out of you? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, look, I said, I'm here. I'm covering the Flyers tonight. Uh, I'm here to talk pro wrestling with you guys. Uh, I'm enjoying this. This is great. Dude, um, dude, you can't be watching Flyers during, during our, our, yeah. our wrestling podcast. This, man. I, do, uh, I'm a, I, I'm do, I do want to change my answer from earlier, Chio. Uh, <clears throat> stiffest worker I've ever had to deal with is this dog. If she doesn't get attention, she just starts swinging her hands at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> See if I can get All a good right. angle on it. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for. Uh, so, so quick question: What's uh, oh, is, it, ne- is it next Thursday? We're we're back on the program. This Thursday coming up. Excuse me. Thursday is that the next show? Next Thursday or next, is it Sunday? Next Thursday. Is a Halloween? You guys gonna start? The, yeah, the Sunday shows. Are you, are you done? Are, are, are you done? Yeah, I'll shut up. Yes, please <laughs> shut up. There you go. Uh, starting Thursday, November 4th. This is the day we will start going bi-weekly. So, it'll be this Thursday coming up. And then, uh, two weeks after that, we'll have our next one. And then two weeks after that, and so on. So this coming Thursday, November 4th, we will have Indie Standout, Deshaun Pratt. On November 18th, for the next for the other Thursday Night Slam for this month, we will have Amber Rodriguez from OVW. Then to kick off in December, for December 2nd, we will have from a, a legend, a indie vet legend from the Philly area and the surrounding areas, Flex Wheeler. Wow, Flex! And he, and he'll be chiming in all the way from guess where, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. That's what I'm talking wow. about. Wow! And uh, <laughs> and as of right now, December sixteenth, uh, we don't have a guest listed for that. For that you would tell uh, Joe to come on that day? Dennis is getting the guess. Oh. Pat, you're not allowed to book anything else no more. All right, fine. It's us. <laughs> we're, do- we're running this shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll just stick to the Goblin Ring then. Fine. It, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, after that, December 16th, uh, Thursday Night Slam will go on hiatus. Until the beginning of January, so no we're question. Gonna, we're going to take time off until the beginning of January to to start back up because we want to spend time for the holidays with our family and stuff like that. So that there will start season two, two thousand and twenty one was season one, twenty two will start season two of Thursday Night Slam, and as for Breakfast and Body Slams. Our first show will be Sunday, November 7th. Then after that, it will be every Sunday following at 11 a.m. All the way up to December 19th. And then after that, we will take off the rest of December for the holidays and start back up for season two of Breakfast and Body Slams in January in the beginning of of 2022 and if anything happens between uh in between any of that stuff will be just have to be a pop-up pipe bomb so yeah the body slams podcast the body slams podcast not Mm -hmm. breakfast and body slams crew the body slams podcast team consists of three shows three Mm -hmm. shows breakfast and body slams Thursday night slam and the pop up pipe bombs. And hopefully, 
with Austin and Cheesesteak Chucky, we can possibly get a pop-up pipe bomb of the Scrapper Boys since they're on hiatus from studio yes. work. Well, you have Chuck, you have Austin, but you forgot one person. He sleeps all the time. That's John Lee. <laughs> I know. As soon as you say he sleeps all the time. <laughs> he's not going to hear what I'm saying right now, though. No, he's probably sleeping. That's what I mean. <laughs> and John. So uh, I will get with Austin, Chucky, and John to see what's a you know, if if I have any available spirit, uh, free time in my life to get them on some random pop-up stuff that they can just bullshit, and I'll just sit in my studio segment part. Yeah, so, well, you know what? It, it's yeah. great because, like I said, I'm excited. This is awesome. And Austin, if you want, I will uh, somehow I will put a red check mark Next to my name, because <laughs> it's the yeah. red light district, baby. No. Roxanne, so you let me ask. To turn on the red light. So, <laughs> so let me ask you a question: Is Thursday's going to be more like interviews, and Sunday be more like reaction to what happened to all the to the Thursday, major Russians? Thursday's just straight up interview, and we're not going to follow that with no with no, nothing going on. Sunday, Sunday will be all reaction. It's just going on whatever's going on for the week and what's coming up, whatever. See, I'll be programmed in my program. It, it's whatever we decide what we want it to be. So there's no particular uh, topic unless we advertise it. So. Uh, we don't want people to tweet out or say, "Hey, they're doing this" when we're actually not, Pat. Right. So yeah, we don't people do. <laughs> we don't, you know, and and we are far from the best podcast out there because there's. So I many don't know there. about that. I don't know about that. Not what I see. Okay, okay, okay. So we're better than Gobbler Inc. I got that. <laughs> so so so. Anyway. <laughs> awesome. No comment. I see those eyes rolling over. Like. Hmm? Yeah, he ain't saying nothing. He's trying to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> Look, I know where my bread's buttered, all right? <laughs> Wait, you know where you're... So what you're saying is you're getting paid? Oh, oh he's, he's, he's... No, I'm saying I've I, I given an opportunity. opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm saying there's no... Is there and, some and, money and, that and, we don't and, know and, about? And Mr. Frost. So, and Mr. Frost. Me, me, me being a part of any of this was because I was, I was just like, shit, I haven't talked to Pat in like seven years. Let me hit him up and see how he's doing. He was like, yo, come on, talk sports with us. I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and don't forget, Mr. Chio, Mr. Frost, in about five months, we have the one anniversary of Preface and Biosense, or Biosense Group. We have that'd the one in, anniversary. That'd be, that'd, that'd be in February. Yes, sir. I think it was okay. the 12th, I think, or something like that. <laughs> it was something like, and it was February something. It was yeah, like something the like second yeah, well, we might have if, to get something spicing. But if anybody wants to, they can go to our YouTube page and to our playlist, and you can check out all of our shows from day one. That's right, we have every show we conducted, whether it be Breakfast and Bias Slams, Thursday Night Slam, or the pop up. Everything's on YouTube, as well as the audio stuff. 
hey, how's uh, the Gabriel Inc. doing with in, in that category? Do you have all your shows up? Yes, we do. Believe it or not, we you, have. You sure? all, <laughs> I I think so. No, we we do. We 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 got it all up. Uh, Gobbler Inks on YouTube. We got um, Twitch, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, um, you're, you're a Twitch. Yeah, I love Twitch. <laughs> um, no, I said you're a Twitch. You're a. But what's that? You're a Twitch. So, like I said, like I said, uh, this is great. All five shows were booming. You got us. You got the Gobbler. Got us, the Common Misfits, Sully Squad, Old School Show, uh, the Breakfast Show, the, the Bioslim Show. It's all popping. We're all bo- booming. You know what I mean? Um, I'm loving what I see from all shows. So everyone's I, I, I would like to, uh, on a pop-up show, I would like to get from the homes, uh, like the Team Captains, a Captain's okay. Lounge podcast, just a, a, a nice pop-up. Where we can discuss uh, with the fans out there all together to show them that we are uh, you in unison, so they can okay. know what's so they can know what's going on for our particular shows. Any updates? What they can look forward to coming to? Something like that. Uh, and like I said, I will. Yeah, host, I, I, I I will host it on the stream here. Uh, we can get everyone in the room, and uh, and like I said, we can. Is it, it is it possible we do this Saturday? Is it possible? Because you know, just say it's something that's coming up for November. Apparently everyone's a lot of people are busy this Saturday. Uh, well, Don't you we remember? Uh, one, uh, well, one guy's yeah. going to one thing, another guy's yeah, going yeah, to something yeah. else. Well, well we so, maybe we do it like maybe we do it right after uh the uh combat mitzvahs real fast. So I know people get ready for the Eagles game, but uh the way they're playing we we could fit something to that, and 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 and, and the combat misfits will be at the studio. So how are they going to do this then? Right, I'm talking about right after. Um, how are they going to do this if they're at the studio? That's maybe like eleven thirty. Gives them enough time to get home. If if you get David to come through, um, that's all you really need. Like eleven eleven forty five, um, real fast. You know, gets you know. <clears throat> Well, we don't we don't have to do it this soon because it's like dropping a pipe bomb yeah, on yeah. us just saying, hey here, let's do this. No, no, let's plan it out. Time. Plan it out. We can see who's available when for what. It, it it could be a weekend. We can do it we we can maybe do it before maybe before it, but then these guys are on the air talking about games anyway. Maybe do it before a game or something like that. I don't know. We but right now we're on air. This is uh this is our pro wrestling night with us here. Yes. Uh, and we're gonna take it home because we're about to hit that two hour mark. I'm sure people are getting bored right now just hearing us uh, chat right. away with nonsense here. Maybe I'm you, being, not me. They like talking to Chris. So. Uh, and before we sign off, if anybody. Uh... Wants to, you know, uh, comment there where Bray Wyatt is going tomorrow. Oh, that's obvious. And tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, and before, if, before, before we close out, if anyone has a small business, they want it to be free advertised, please let me know. Inbox me. Uh, we want to get you on here. Talk about your small business. And come on here. Come here with Chio and us. Here, Give us a small business. We'd like to get you on here. Free business, uh, free business, small business shout outs. 
So anybody with a small business wants to come up here with a free advertisement, please hit me up, hit up Gio. Let's let's make this happen. All right, everyone. Uh, please do not forget to uh, jump on to our Devereaux Sports uh, podcast on uh, Facebook, and you can check out all the shows as well. Don't forget to follow them on Twitter as well. As far as the Body Slam podcast goes, you can log on to uh, BodySlams.pro. Click on the podcast page where you can see all of our past shows in the playlist. They're all up there as well as the audio stuff. If you're on the go, if you're in the gym, if you're in your car just hanging out, you can uh, hear us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google. Google Podcasts and a whole host of others, so you don't you don't want to miss out on that. And if you want to show support for us, go to our Pod Shop pages. We have two of them, but I suggest go to the Cafe Press one. Their their quality seems a little bit better. But if you see something on the other page, do not hesitate to get something off of uh, off of uh, Cafe Press as well, because each page has different items. Of sorts, but uh, yeah, go in there, get one of our. I'm not wearing one of our shirts tonight. I actually have to order one of our Thursday night slams as well as our pop up plate bomb shirt. But I do have two breakfast and buy slam shirt. I'm still waiting on for my crew here to get up in there and get one of their shirts too, so they can wear them on the show. But we'll see, we'll see yeah. how that works out. I, pl- I, plan on, I plan on getting the Thursday night slam shirt very soon. Oh yeah, it's hot. I definitely want to get that one there. This is aesthetic. Or or this is this is okay. Or I'll, I'll take your sizes and then I'll order it and then you can uh, PayPal me or some shit like that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, uh, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on <laughs> once again. Uh, for Pat the Gobbler, Bernard, Frankie Frizzo, aka. Down there in the bottom corner, you can catch him on the Gobbler Inc. Sundays at 9 a.m. My man up in the far don't you right, say don't right you say of it. me. Don't say it. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. I'm going to drop the gloves with you. Don't you say it. Drop the gloves while you, man. You can drop your pants for all <laughs> I care. <laughs> Too tight. He's the St. Bernard, the better Bernard, Mikey. <laughs> and you can catch him on right here exclusively with us. And our man, Austin Hamill, as he's with the uh, Cheesesteak Chucky, as well as J- Sleepy John Lieb. <laughs> <laughs> as they are a part of the Scrapple Boys, but currently on hiatus. You can go back and watch some of their previous shows, though, on, uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I want to say the YouTube page. But uh, uh, from, 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 from my understanding, Austin, you will be having... A Scrapple Boys Facebook page soon. You're so, like, like everything exclusively Scrapple Boys, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. Yeah, Twitter, yeah. A, a, a Scrapple Boys Twitter, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I do have the uh, the YouTube set up. I have to do the other stuff. I'm going to do that once uh, we get back into circulation. Sweet, sweet. That's what's up. All right, everyone. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is Chio. This is the Body Slams podcast team. And uh, we're out. Peace. Peace. Deuces.
do going off the air song. Do 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 do. Pat looks like he's sleeping.